This is Ashley Hodge with the Sikkim 365 Big 12 After Dark podcast, joined by Jared Hamby. He's on the West Coast, so a couple hours earlier. Than, yeah, it's uh, early here. Yeah. Are you, you're in California right now, right? Yep. Okay. Sounds good. Hey, man, thanks for doing this. Um, what a win. I mean, first of all, you know, to go on the road and, you know, just really stifle them defensively. I mean, that was a masterpiece defensive performance. I know we'll probably dig into the numbers, but Ken Palm – had us like 85 before the game, 57 after the game. So just shows you how, you know, one really terrific defensive performance against a good offensive team can really, uh, you know, improve your Ken Palm ratings. Uh, our fans have been clamoring for that, so we delivered that. Offense wasn't really pretty, but, you know, it was a physical game. I was there live, and I thought we handled their uh, physicality well, beat them up on the glass, 41 to 29. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of hand-wringing about how young we are and – you know, there we go into it, you know, the arena that's sold out. You know, they they want this win really bad, and, and we just manhandle them, uh, you know, physically, and, and that was impressive. Yeah. one of the most oldest and experienced uh, teams in the nation, and they're pretty physical yeah. too. I mean, right. A, they got all three of the – so. Yeah, I mean, they yeah, have uh, uh, ten guys that are seniors, you know, and, they, and I said in an interview with Ray J. Dennis after the game that uh, they averaged 5.4 points per senior tonight. That was pretty good defensive effort on our part. Yeah, uh, you know, they, I thought they helped us out a little bit by taking some bad shots, but, oh, I mean, the defense was incredible tonight. Um, I, I don't think they really missed too many shots they should have made because I thought they kind of took some bad shots. But we did – Tennyson went 0 for 5 from 3. He's a 44% three-point shooter. That was nice. And yeah. I think O'Bannon went 0 for 2 as well. So, you know, it was definitely a, a – I mean, they were definitely a little flummoxed by the zone, which is nice to see because, you know, we're playing shorthand. Oh, I dropped you for a second. Are you there, Jared? Six guys. Okay. You, yeah. I lost your connection for a second. Oh. You, I heard shorthanded, and then uh, you got cut off. Okay. Um, so, so you're yeah, I mean, it's, it's big. And... This, it just really big with, uh, to see the zone uh, do well. Yeah. Because we need, you know, we, we can't play 40 minutes of tough man defense with right. this team right now. We right. just don't really have the horses for it. We're not that good at it anyways. So, you know, we, we, we could have a little something cooking here with this zone like we did back in the day when we had to, to you know, to change it. What was that? Uh, 2010 or nine. We changed it in nine yes. and one, you know, went to the NIT. Yeah. Final. Nice little run in the big 12 tournament with it. It'd be cool to see something like that happen again with, you know, mixing in the zone or, I mean, tonight, how, how often do we, do we play it tonight? The I think whole, we I mean, played it exclusively. I, like I, the whole, it was the whole way, wasn't it? I mean, I, I wasn't really paying attention possession to possession. I can't, uh, I can't but, think of a possession we played man. Right. I'm trying to, now I'm trying to think of a possession that we were playing, like sticking to man. And I just, anyways. Well, it makes it sense. It, you know, kind of reminded definitely. me of when we beat, um, a really talented Kentucky team at Rupp Arena into their 55 game winning home winning streaks. Oh yeah, like I remember that. And and I remember that Kentucky had a game I think against Notre Dame maybe on a Saturday. Uh, I think that was I think it was a Thursday night game, and then they had to play us on Saturday if I remember right. And you know they just didn't have time to prepare for the zone. I kind of felt like it was that tonight. I'm a little surprised because TCU has so much experience that they didn't, you know, attack the zone better. But, hey, credit to us. I mean, we exactly it, we we will um, adapt the zone uh, to really highlight the weaknesses of the other team, like we did in the second half against Houston as well. 
you know, Houston had more time to prepare, and they attacked it really good in the first half. But then we made an adjustment at halftime yeah, and, uh, you know, made it more difficult on them. So be interesting to see what happens with Kansas. I think Kansas is not uh, supposed to have Kevin McCuller. That's a big loss for them. Hopefully the Bears have Langston Love back Saturday. Uh, he looked like he was walking around really good after the okay, game. Okay, that's so, good to hear. Yeah, so I think uh, if if he's able to practice, you know, uh, in the game, days leading up to it, I, I would expect him to give it a go. Um, I mean, that's that's kind of what I heard, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, I mean, it would be great to, you know, build some momentum and, and win these next three and uh, head into the Big 12 tournament with, you know, probably a three seed, right, or maybe maybe even a two if we if we uh, went out and go 12 and six uh, in the league. Yeah, it's going to be tough to get on the two line, but it's definitely doable. I mean, we have three really good um, opportunities here, although I know Texas is just a Q2, but, you know, Kansas and at Tech are uh, both Q1A. Right. Or Kansas, Kansas is right on the – that offer Q1A, I would expect them to finish in the top 15. They, they're playing, you know, fairly well. Anyways, so I think we have two more Q1As uh, that are both winnable, Texas coin flip, and, you know, we really need to go 2-0 this week or next week. I mean, it's yeah. going to be – it's well, – you've, you've already dropped two at home. I mean, you know, it's – Houston we, is is more understandable. You'd, you'd love to have that TCU game back. <laughs> you know, you're up 10 with like five minutes left and you, and you, you know, let them take you to overtime and then they beat you in triple. Yeah. Overtime. I actually don't. And I, I mean that we're, we're, we needed to steal a game on the road to make up for that one. Right. And we did a good job by doing it against the team that beat us. And now they don't get to sweep us. That's right. nice. No bragging rights and annoying tweets and all that stuff. So it's nice to avoid the, <laughs> the trash talk from those idiots. Uh, <laughs> so that was definitely big, but uh, you know, we, these next two games, I know I said the next week, but I'm, these next two games, you know, at home, Houston or uh, Kansas and Texas, we got to win both of these games. I mean, we got to, we got to win both of these games at tech. If we drop that one, you know, whatever it could end up costing us a top four at tech though. Uh, right. we, um, they are favored in their next three games and a, a coin flip against us. They're small favorites. But they have the two, you know, they have the bottom two teams in the conference on the road left. So, you know, they could lose those games, but they're both extremely winnable road games with OSU and WVU on the road. OSU is playing good, though. They are. I, 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 I'm, I, that's one of the things I want to talk about. I'm, I'm actually pretty happy that we beat TCU. We, we got a, them at good timing. But we don't want to play them in the Big 12 tournament. That's what I'm saying. No. Like, no, we, like I'm glad we got them the first game. They can or upset somebody. Was, yeah, they can upset somebody. Right now, in the last you know four or five games, I don't, I haven't sorted their Torvik, but I bet they're playing like a top twenty-five team. Yeah, I bet they're top thirty-ish or so in efficiency in the last you know two or three right. weeks, which is which is crazy. Can we can we uh, take a um, uh, walk down memory lane for a second? Sure. Okay, twenty twenty-one, uh, Fort Dixon, Baylor's down twenty-eight to twenty-seven at halftime to TCU. And then they end up winning that game, uh, sixty-seven to forty-nine. And uh, then in uh, yeah. twenty twenty-two, James Akinjo, L.J. Cryer, mm-hmm. uh, Adam Flagler all get really hot again. Um, you, you know, uh, well, that game they they kind of blitzed them in the first half. Um, the Baylor did, and then they held on. You know, for a seventy-two to sixty-two win, um, and and that was. Uh, you know, just a, just a great um, performance. Oh no, I'm 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 sorry. I'm mixing that game up with the home game. Let me let me go to the road game here. Se- oh, Seventy six okay. to sixty four, and and James Akinjo had twenty. Adam Flagler had twenty two. L.J. Cryer fifteen. 
Um, so, so the guards played really well in that game. And then uh, last year, I remember uh, LJ had a good first half, and Adam just really finished the job. He was incredible down the stretch. I, I believe that uh, you know that like game was awesome. Last ten minutes, uh, TC probably had a ten point lead, something like that. And then Adam Flagler just took over, had twenty eight points um, in that one. Uh, big performance by him. So that's seventy two. I'll never forget the TCU fans' faces when he was burying all those shots late. So I definitely remember that one. <laughs> and then, and then this year, just to, you know, they they were. I mean, it was a it was a you know pretty rowdy crowd. Jam, uh, Jameer Nelson had that dunk on Eve Missy, and uh, oh yeah, things. Everybody I didn't know he could do that. I didn't either. <laughs> I mean, shame I just on, literally did not Eve know he for could do that. It, man, come on, what are you doing? You got to, you got He had a really electric block right before that right. too. Like two super athletic plays. I did not know he was that good of an athlete. Right. I feel like, I, I don't know. I feel like they might be underutilizing him a little bit and playing Avery a little too much. I don't know. I yeah. just, sometimes he looks. Sometimes he looks bad. Sometimes he looks incredible. So right. I don't know. Yeah, but no, that, that's that was, true. That was Avery, that's, play. their point guards are both like that. They're, they both they they have two point guards that are. Capable of playing really well and really bad. Right. So, Avery's a good yeah. defender. He's really solid on defense. Oh, but, definitely. He's one of the best point of attack defenders in the league. He's probably third or so behind Shed and, yep. um, you know, maybe Hunter or Lipsy. Harris. Those guys. Dwan Harris. Harris is, oh, yeah. shit. Harris is second. And then probably Hunter, yeah. Lipsy. And he, he's top five. Right. Anyways. I would agree with that. But, but um, anyways, I, I'm, I'm kind of bad at, whoa, kind of bad at math. But uh, what would that be? Four in a row? I believe, yeah. Uh, Makes up for that Desmond Bain. I mean, we were we were up uh, big in that game when we lost to them. Yeah, they uh, got us. Bain went crazy. Good, and you know that team wasn't even that good. They were like eighty something in Ken Palm. But I was worried before that game because TCU was just starting to heat up a little bit, right? And Bain was like on fire. I mean, I, I mean, I just kind of felt we were going to lose that one for a weird reason. I don't know. Yeah. But, well, since then we've been dominant there, um, and we, uh, and we that, yeah, we've lost games that we should have won at home. Uh, but, but Scott Drew's nine and six against um, Jamie Dixon, so and you know, we lost, we missed a game in the COVID year, right. against uh, their bottom at home, team, which we would have won. At, easily, you know, we would have right. been twenty point favorites in. Right, exactly. So you know, he, he should be ten and six. But anyways, good point. I wanted to point out the. Uh, the adjusted defense tonight on Torvik was yep. the best uh, in a Big 12 game in two seasons. Wow. Um, over two, two, about almost two and a half seasons because it was one of the first games of the Big 12 uh, for the Enjo team um, when we were cooking early on. We beat OU pretty good and st- and we had like a 70, you know, something adjusted D and that's what we had, t- we had tonight. It was the best one in over two years in the Big 12. It was the best one since the Gonzaga game last year which we played good D, but they, I mean, they missed a ton of shots in that game. Like, yeah. If you, go, if you go back and watch the game, they missed like 10 open shots in the second half. But, uh, you know, t- tonight's was, you know, one of the best defensive performances we've had in years. Yeah. I mean, we, we had the right guys, you know, taking shots. Like Micah Peavy ends up hitting two threes at the end of the game, but you want him taking those shots. Well, you know, he was quiet all game. I think he only ended up with something like 10 points, and he's been scoring. Yeah. He's been dropping 15-ish Right, a game. Uh, you know, he has bad games, but then he'll have games where he goes for twenty, twenty-five. He's been one of their best players lately. He's been surprising me. Um, they, yeah, they did how a good, good job. He's been on offense. Emmanuel so, Miller yeah. uh, held him to ten points. You know, he's... it's like you know, Miller and Peavy were both quiet. Right. Uh, those are good, good players, uh, and I think that's the zone. You know, um, I think it's just that they didn't. 
because those are guys that cook us one on one, especially PVs like a big time slasher, right? You know, and they they either do it away from the ball with cutting and slashing, or they do it, you know, beating us off the dribble because they're pretty athletic. And I I think you know I have to rewatch the game, but both of those guys very quiet nights. I mean, they did both get around ten points or so, but I mean. They just, they didn't, neither of them really took a lot of shots or were just a big factor. It, they were running a lot of stuff through and having to chuck stuff up from their guards, uh, you know, Tennyson and, and Avery and uh, Jameer Nelson were all chucking deep threes and, yeah. you know, taking tough shots. And, you know, it's a nice recipe if you can get teams to do that. Cause you know, right. Other than Tennyson, other than Tennyson, they don't really have a true shooter on that team. And, yeah, he, he without him busting the zone, it's a totally different game. Now, let me uh, if if Tennyson gets a couple, two or three threes to drop in that game, it could have been a totally different game. Agreed. I just want to point that out. Agreed. He is he's a really good shooter. He's proven he's legit, and that was a key. You know, he he's their zone buster, and he he was cold. So that right. was nice credit credit to us though, because I think he only missed maybe one or two open looks. He was you know he had to take some deep contested ones. So. Yeah, and I mean we missed a lot of stuff at the rim. You know, Jalen oh, Bridges. You know, Jacoby Walter. Um, and last game, Josh. those were getting those ga- the last game against Houston. Those were getting affected at the rim. And right. I think I actually think the one Ray J missed at the end. I rewatched the game. It got blocked. It didn't get credit for a block in the uh, box score, but it got blocked. Right. He missed an open layup at the end of the game. It got tipped. So, no, there's always little plays where I like. I feel like our fans love to talk about how we like to smoke layups and miss layups. And it's like, well, a lot of these are, you know, they're contested sure. and they do miss them. But if you know what it's like to go up against a big player and try to score, I mean, a, the littlest little motion and, you know, hitching your motion can throw off a shot. Sure. And Houston is excellent at that. And I felt like some of those misses were because of Houston where tonight we just smoked them. Yeah. I we agree. Had three or four. We just missed. But let me let me I want to shout out Jacoby. I thought he was tremendous. Like overall, like he did so many things that was winning basketball. Yeah, know. I mean, he went 4 for 13 field goals and he but he played an excellent game. Yeah. I mean, that was a great game for a freshman in that environment. You no know, doubt. I mean, I mean, he missed the I front end of a one and one. His That's, tenacity was Yeah. But yeah, but I think he went like 7 for 8 from the line. 5 now. for 6, he, yeah. Or 5 for 6. Yeah, Bridges missed the front end too and went 1 exactly. for 3. So I mean, yeah. we left some we left those guys are 85% shooters and they missed both of them missed the front end and Bridges missed another one. But Jaden made his two free throws and Eve made all four of his. You love to see that. Yeah. Misi went four for four and I think we went 13 for 17. So we're right where we need to be overall. Right. Right. It was a low volume free throw shooting night. Yeah, no, that was good. But yeah, Jacoby Walter, um, you know, he's getting really good at at taking those charges on defense or on, on offense, I should say. Yeah, where he, he sets a pick and then he gets I, he gets the charge. He's he's maybe the guy who is most benefiting from the switch to zone. I mean, yeah. he, he you know he's long and he plays hard. He just is a little bit slip laterally. He's maybe a step slow, and um, you know he's been getting beat off the dribble a lot this year. And now we can kind of hide him in the zone and use his length. And he's he's definitely. Um, and I think he's improving on defense a lot. Um, I, I just love the kid's attitude and his tenacity. I mean, yeah. he was hustling tonight. I mean, not uh, not all of these one and done freshmen are hustlers. And I, I think Kobe <laughs> right. is. I mean, he's just an. Oh, he plays. He plays with a great player. motor. He plays with a great motor. And and 
you know, I think um, I love it that, you know, he, he missed that one three pretty badly. Then he airballs the next one. And then he comes and then back he and quickly hits a cold shot. And shot. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one in the corner. That was a great pass by Ray J, too. He had, I mean, Ray J had like a dozen yeah. or more good passes tonight right. that set up really good. He should have had 11 or 12 assists right. instead of nine. Right. That was a, that was another good one. I mean, it when we t- when we picked up Ray J, we knew we would be we worried about our shooters. But we I remember us we were talking about how you know watching the film and looking at Toledo stats and stuff. It's like we're going to get a lot of good looks right. from three with this guy. Right. Well, I mean Toledo shooting forty percent from three or something almost last year, and and you know we're really starting to see. Um, you know, the reason why we're shooting above 40% on the season from three is mostly because of Ray J. I right. mean, yeah, he he turns the ball over too much. Well, yeah. I mean, that's absolutely true. But, I mean, he, also he sets, sets people, people up, up really for well. the cleanest sure. looks with those uh, skip passes and his kicks. And, you know, he's just really crafty around the rim. And, you and know, he, yeah, he, he probably takes, gave Eve four dunks tonight. Yeah, I that's, mean, I mean, that's a, he takes, he does take risks, but look how often it works out with just the easiest two. I mean, him and Josh, if Josh was just a little bit better down there, we'd have a couple more buckets tonight from Ray J to Josh. But I mean, he's just a master down there. He just makes too many mistakes, but he's still a a pretty efficient player. I mean, yeah, five turnovers tonight, but I thought two of them weren't his fault and he had nine assists. So, I mean, it's not like he's getting physically overwhelmed out there. He just makes a dumb, makes too many dumb passes every now and then. And, and and you mentioned Jacoby benefiting from the zone. Jalen Bridges has been terrific defensively in the zone. Like he got four. I mean, he, he's a, he's our best player. He just doesn't quite assert himself often enough. But I think you know, I really it, it, I've asked, I go back and forth because there's five guys that you could really make an argument for on this team that is our best player. But I mean, the way Bridges is playing lately on both ends and his rebounding and his shooting. I mean, I, I think he's the best player on the team. I, I love that guy. Rarely and turns he, it over. He had two tonight, but that's that's rare for him. He's he's a he's a low turnover guy for sure. Yeah, he's one of the best in the nation, really. I mean, right. when he turns it when he turns it over, I'm always surprised because you know he's around like 10 percent turnover rate, and he he's not a guy that just you know he's he's catch and shoot, but he he drives and creates a little bit enough to where you know he he's a little loose with the ball sometimes when he drives, and you know. Kind of forgets to, to take the ball with him, gets swiped a little bit easier, but a little easy every now and then. You know, it's happened a few times recently. But, anyways, he is, I mean, really, really efficient with the ball. Uh, doesn't turn it over, shooting in the 40s on three. He's good from two. Uh, you know, he draws a decent amount of fouls and then shoots 80 plus percent. I mean, he plays above average defense. His rebounding was a little slow, but it's come around lately. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think. He's definitely at least a second team Big Twelve guy. Yeah, I would uh, agree with that. Yeah. I mean, we're, he's not, so not going to make the first team, but I think he, yeah, that's the thing is this team's going to be tough to win awards. You, you add four teams to the league, right? And you don't. I don't think they added any extra award spots. So you, you know, you add four teams, yep. and that's even, it becomes that much harder, right? Right. To make it, but I, I think he's going to find a spot on the second team. Yeah, he deserves it. Well, hey, that's well, good stuff, man. Um, so. Looking at, looking at the road ahead, I mean, how do you feel about the team overall? Do you think this is a team that has Final Four potential, or do you think um, – do you question that? Like, I mean, we certainly haven't seen no, the consistency yet, but yeah, the upside's I mean, the, big. The potential is there. I mean, you know, 
I hate to, I'm one of those guys that I want to see the bracket, you know, I, right. I really want to see the bracket, but yes, it, it, we are one of the, you know, 15 teams or so that have the highest odds to make the final four. We might not fit the parameters to win the national championship, but, um, you know, this team is still, I mean, we've been saying it for a while, but it's true. We still have not really put two halves of good ball together in the same game. Right against a big opponent and you know we have Walter and Misi who are you know getting better they're freshmen they still have an, another month or so to to keep uh, improving and getting getting experience and all that and you get Langston I mean, Love I, back it's a that's a yeah big we, shot get, in the arm. we get Love back we get Ray J to just maybe you know one or two turnovers fewer a game I, I mean I see Drew working on one sidelines over there after some of his bad turnovers because we got to have him. And there's some people are like, oh, you know, when he turns over, like, oh, we, you know, play somebody else or bench him. It's like, no, we're, we, we run through Ray J. We go where Ray J takes us. It is what it is. You know, he's going to make a few too many mistakes for all right. of our, you know, for all of our. It's, t- it's tough to watch him sometimes, but uh, he's a great player overall. And he's going to be the guy that, uh, you know, this- not, we don't. I don't want to say we live and die through him, but he's going to be the guy that, you know, he has to play well for us to play well. and We need him. We, if, without him, we are nothing. Right. This is a little we, thing, um, but when Miro Little came in with uh, Jaden Nunn fouling out, uh, you know, Miro, uh, Scott was getting on him for fouling, I think it was PV on, on a drive late in the game, gave him two free throws. But, I mean, other than that play, I think uh, – that he he did really well like just handling pressure you know like he he made good decisions yeah he, he's been mistake free lately he hasn't yeah. really done anything the but kansas he's game a, comes he, to mind he's, he's, you know, he's really good with he the ball some, he's had some good he had some good plays recently right. he had a couple of nice i think he had a layup at the rim that was nice recently but he's not really scoring but we just need him to give a little breather and not mess up and right. he's he's playing good enough he's good energy guys good connector piece and as long as he gets out there and he doesn't hurt us, that's nice. Because, I mean, the, like Loner lately, he, we're putting him out there and he's just like immediately hurting us. And it's right. Just, it's tough. But Little is, you know, not necessarily thriving, but he's not hurting us. And that's pretty much all this team needs is a little breather. Don't mess up. You know, get the stars back out there. Yep. Yep. Well, and the bench is doing a pretty good job of that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, tonight. I mean, we, we definitely miss Langston Love's uh, scoring. Only one point from the bench. Josh had the free throw, and that's Yeah, they it. just have not been scoring lately. Right. But it's just, you know, we're getting single-digit points off the bench every game pretty much. So. Right. Well, Josh is close, Scott. I keep I – mean, Josh is close, though. He's just like he, – you know, he missed maybe three shots he should have made tonight. I mean, yep. he should have made all of them. Like it's it's not like he's out there taking bad shots or screwing up really. Every now and then he hurts us with the moving screen and stuff, but yeah. I don't know if it's going to happen this season, but he's close. Oh, the thing I like about our team is we have some guys that are, you know, still just kind of scratching the surface and can still get better. Whereas, you know, if you watch some of these other teams, their whole entire roster is pretty much topped out. Just yeah, just like you, you know what they are. You know they're not going to, you know, get much better. Yep. You know, all these players are known quantities that are, you know, not necessarily high upside guys. We have, you know, three at least three guys with the freshman and Josh that can play so much better than they're playing at times when they're making mistakes and they have high athleticism and 
huge upsides and uh I, I think i just there's a lot of things small things that can change for this team to be a final four contender i mean i really right. think i want to see the bracket but there's we're talking about you know get love back get a get a turnover less per game maybe two from dennis keep up the rebounding keep improving you know, on defense it, I, i'm thinking you know maybe maybe something changed in the second half of houston in this, in this zone yeah could, i'm intrigued yeah me too because there's I mean, there's just a lot of question marks, but there's a lot of good things that could happen for us. Where when I want you know, other teams just don't have the tantalizing type of upside that we have. Right. Well, so, we'll, we'll have a challenge on our hands. Uh, <laughs> one, they'll have one less day to prepare uh, than than we do. But when Kansas comes to town, even without McCuller, uh, Bill Self has historically been pretty good uh, at carving up zones. What, is that uh, what day is the game? Uh, Texas Saturday. No, we play we play Kansas Saturday, and then we play Texas oh. on uh, Monday. Okay, so Kansas is first, and then Texas. Kansas is first. Yeah, they have, okay. and they have BYU tomorrow at home, and they yeah they play tomorrow, and McCullers out, but they you, they I know he's out for tomorrow. You 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 think he's going to be? It just seems like he's going to be out first. Uh, it might be Bill Self, maybe some gamesmanship, but he kind of made it sound like he would hold him out till the Big Twelve tournament. But who knows? Okay, I, mean, I hadn't heard any quotes or anything on right. that. I just knew you know he wasn't going to play, so I didn't know. It's a little bit of speculation. Was- he just he basically said he's not practicing. We're not going to play him unless he practices for a week. But yeah, who knows? Well, yeah, because I mean, he's been you know playing and then sitting and right. playing and then sitting, and they're they're not going to win the Big Twelve now. He knows that. Yep. Everybody knows you know Houston or something weird happens. Iowa State can still win it. Those are the two teams that can only win the Big Twelve. So. I wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if he sits him because and, and, and it may be a similar decision sore. with Langston Love. Yeah, I mean, we we may you know play it safe with him. We'll see on that. But uh, I think you know a little bit different deal. I mean, ankles versus knees. Uh, you got to be a little more cautious with knees in general. But um, yeah, yeah, it's interesting to it, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Well, yeah, I mean, he's I mean he's I mean to me he's their best player. I mean he's two way. I mean, he's gotten so much better offensively than oh, I ever thought no he question. would be. Yeah, he was, um, he was on know, track for All-American season. McCuller is going to be in the NBA for a decade, and yeah. nobody else on the Kansas team – well, Furphy is – Furphy's got a really right. good ceiling. But the three – you know, Harris, him and – Harris and Dickinson are good college players, really good. Right. You know, really good college players with not much of a future, whereas McCuller is going to be in the NBA for 10 years. That guy is a baller, and – you know, I knew he was good at Tech, and he's great. I thought he was more of a defensive player, but he's really developed his offense and turned into an all-around player. And, I mean, without him, they're just not not the same team. And, I mean, we saw that when we played them last time, and we, we didn't even play well, and we could have beat them. Oh, yeah. so, I mean, we should, probably should have beat them, and I don't even think we necessarily played that well. So Absolutely. They're very they're very beatable with him, and without him, they're just, you know, they're just another top 25-ish team. They're, they're really not that good without him, so. That would be huge, and if we play them without McCuller and Waco, we absolutely have to win that game. Right. We need to we need to protect home court. You know, drop a couple. You don't ever want to lose more than one or two home games if you're an elite program. So yeah, they and they've you know they've been bad on the road. I mean, they did beat o- the Oklahoma schools, but uh, every other team they played: UCF, West Virginia, Iowa State, Kansas State, Texas Tech. They've yeah, they've gotten beat on the road, so. Yeah, uh, big big opportunity, five. and they and they, they have to play be. at Houston uh, for the last game too. So they're you know, and, and BYU is not going to be an easy out for them. I mean BYU, no you know, BYU can beat anybody on any given night. Right. That's a really dangerous team. I feel like they have you know I don't 
want to say it's because they're adjusting to the Big 12. I don't know if I really right. believe in all that, but they have not played as well as they could have during the Big 12 play for whatever reason. Yeah. They just you know, haven't shot it as well. They've had um, some high highs but, and some low lows. Like, yeah. you know, they, they, they crush Iowa State, which we know is a really good team. You know, they beat them by 15. They beat Baylor soundly by seven. Uh, yeah, we, we played decent. I mean, we played good enough to win that game, and yep. they just, you know, they just beat us. That's a good team. Um, you know, Kansas is definitely, they're not going any better than 11 and seven, I don't think. Right, right. When the dust, uh, Ken Palm's got us both now at 11 and seven and tied for third. Yeah. And then, TCU and Tech at ten and eight behind us, which would give us the double buy, which you know would be huge. So you yep. really need Texas Tech to drop one of these next three games that um, they're going to be small favorites in. We need them to not go three and zero. Right. We don't need to have to beat them in Lubbock to want to you know to be a top four seed. That would be tough. Yeah, I mean West Virginia and Oklahoma State are playing a little better. I mean West Virginia gave Iowa mm-hmm. State. A pretty good game, are. and then tonight, you know, they're down twenty-two. I was ready to bury WVU <laughs> recently, and, and they come back and take the lead. I think they were Kansas down twenty-five, State. maybe twenty-five. Yeah, and they they went up three or four in regulation. Right. I think right, and really should have closed that game out. You know, they they started bombing threes right. like it was crazy. So yeah. I don't know if that's really real or not, or if that was kind of fluky. But yeah, well, Ron, Ra- could... Raquan Battle is one of the best oh, yeah. tough shot makers out there. He's he's takes terrible shots at times. Oh yeah, I was gonna say he can really be frustrating to watch, I'm sure, but he's that guy's a baller. He can score. Yeah. He's not super efficient, but he's dangerous. That's a guy that can get hot and drop thirty on you. I w- I would think that Oklahoma State game is is probably their best opportunity for a loss before. Yeah, I'm they already play thinking Baylor. about betting yeah. how I, how bad I would want to bet Oklahoma State in that game because they're going to be like three or four point dogs, and I think they're going to win. Well, probably a lot of people didn't, you know, take the under in this game. <laughs> it was, it was uh, certainly... You were looking at somebody. I, I posted a few times during the game thread about you how took I was the under because I, oh, I you took the over. over. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that seemed like because, the logical thing, but well, except for the zone. Uh, no, aspect. but it was it was too obvious. It was ten points under what it was supposed to be. Uh, you know, most of the, most of the lines were predicting about 175 points between the two teams. I mean, 155. Yeah. It was, you know, 77, 78 type scores. Yeah. And it was, and the, but the over under was 145. Uh, that's yeah. it. Yeah. And it was moving down. It was like, okay, who, who knows something here, you know? And I was like, whatever, <laughs> screw it. I'm going with the over, you know? We, right. And I got burned. Didn't work that. out. Yeah. But halfway through the game, I bet on, us to win, you know, the money line. We were up like three points in the second half, and I, you know, nice. almost almost everything that I lost lost a little bit. But I put a put a chunky bet on Baylor to win after we came out in the second half with a little energy. Yeah, that's why I love that live betting. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you yeah. don't have to. You can watch the game and kind of gauge it a little bit. If right. you know your team, you know. Yep. I wasn't sure we were going to win tonight, and then after the first half, I was like, "Holy crap! This what a you know that was a really weird." game it started out like scoring a lot of points and then we both just yeah that second and 10 i wasn't minutes. very confident at halftime 11 scored 11 points between the two teams in that uh 10 minute stretch from, from it's like unbelievable the, yeah. zero points in the final five minutes right. between both teams combined right. i don't think i've ever seen that ever especially, i can't i cannot remember not, yeah it was two ever. teams as good as offensively as the two that were playing tonight so yeah when you bet the over and they don't neither team scores for five minutes that's no fun <laughs> <laughs> it looked really good. We came out firing. Bridges hits like four threes. I'm like, oh, this right. is an overnight. Anyways. Yep. Good stuff. Hey, thanks, Jared. Appreciate you doing this. Yeah. You've been listening to us. Think, come through I, 60. Oh, go ahead. You want to say some, something I else? Think we're, I think we're, uh, how many games have we played now? 20, 
28. We are like something like 16 and or anyway, we're gonna say, we were like 16 and 10 or 17 and 11 against the spread or something. Anyway, betting on Baylor every game this season has been good. I just wanted to point yeah, that out. Yeah, yeah. We have awesome. a really good against the spread. Well, speaking so, of that too, like I, we do need to point out one stat. It, that's just crazy. Uh, Kansas State winning 12 straight overtime games. <laughs> what in the world? I, I mean, have you ever seen that? I, I don't think that that's got to be a record. There's no way that's ever been done. Yeah. I mean, by the same coach in two <laughs> seasons, in yeah. less less than two seasons. I mean, th- and that's why it's probably a testament know, to point guard, like especially eh. Tyler Perry is good at selling fouls, yeah, yeah, and when player. he gets to the line, well, I don't think I think he's a little overrated, but when he gets to the line, he's money, and he and he's really good at selling fouls down the stretch. So he's uh, really good at that drawing right. contact. He's I mean, he's the best in the league at right. that for sure. That's part of what makes him so good. His game is kind of junky, but yep. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, as much as I like Tang, I'm. I'm still. I. I still think the jury is out on Tang. I'm not sure. I think he's a great. He's obviously a great coach. I just don't know if he's what everybody makes him out to be based on how magical last season was. I don't know. I think he's. I think he's getting a little lucky. Right. Is all I'm saying. He's getting a little lucky. You know. Yeah. He got. He had Noel sitting there diamond in the rough they were not using him they were they were using nigel pack way more than him which was dumb yeah well a freaking superstar keontae johnson obviously and then they get conte johnson who would have never been there if he didn't have a freaking heart attack on the court and then get a sexual assault charge well that's the thing that nobody wanted to touch him because of that but it worked out for him yeah it worked out really well for him i'm just saying there's been some and then 12 and 0 in overtime games right I mean, you know, he he's he's uh, he's living well. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not saying he's not a good damn good coach. I just he's been living well these, since he became a head coach. And we'll see how how long the good luck lasts. Yeah, I'm curious. Just that, now that you got me uh, curious on this on on the luck factor for them, they and are I wanna, good. I I want to see if Tang is even gonna if he's even gonna stay there because there's the site the the. Uh, Aerosol is going to be insane this year with potentially Indiana. You know, we've already got Ohio State. You got uh, potentially Louisville, potentially Kentucky. I mean, Kentucky's playing better lately. They're probably not going to comply. But there's going to be some big jobs in the Midwest where, you know, they're going to be trying to come for Drew and they're going to be trying to come for Tang. Right. Just me. Yep, yep. I agree. I think. I think what what did the luck factor say? Well, it's not as good as I would expect. A one ten this year, uh-huh. and uh, last year they were. Let's see, where were they? I'm trying to find where they were on. Hmm. All right, I'm I'm missing them somewhere here. And on the Ken Palm. I'm trying to think. the The luck factor stat is the way it's calculated. Is like, oh, here they are. Your expected ninety point yeah. margin. That's yeah. So, good. so they were ninety last year, and uh, we were at one twenty seven last year, and then this year. Yeah, we're low. We're two thirteen. Yeah. So we, yeah, yeah, because we've lost all those over or lost some of those. Yeah, over considering the luck, the luck factor is there's no if you're good or bad, it doesn't really matter. Sure. If so there's 362 teams. If you're you know 90, you're top 25 percent luck. That's still that's still pretty good. 
Well, shout out to Jared Nunes, Alvin Brooks. Uh, they had a terrific defensive game plan tonight and uh, took huge leap defensively, and that's good. You know, I think how could we do that without Tang, without the dog, <laughs> the dog? <laughs> and I mean, the and, and the board work's been really good. You out rebound oh, Houston. That's hey, terrific. somebody said somebody said something tonight about Tang and Brooks were going at it a little bit. Did you did you see this? Because I didn't. see Oh it. It no! Just one on Twitter. So it was just one. It was just one post from one of our not so well-respected game thread posters and so i don't really know if it, nobody really gave it too much of a attention but I, I did reply with a joke about how brooks is now the dog if he was you know fighting with drew on the sideline but i didn't know if oh the, the brooks and drew were, were arguing eddie with each other is yeah that what he said oh yeah no i that happens all the time i mean that's healthy that's normal <laughs> but i didn't know if it I didn't know if if I if you saw something if it was you know something that was worth noting like the poster noted it because I didn't no see it, so. these these guys are man they're really good about just like not bro we were up fifteen and, yeah. points tonight in the game thread and the guy and they were like complaining about stuff <laughs> oh good grief yeah I mean the offense wasn't beautiful but it was a direct result of the physicality <laughs> of the game and you know hey we 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 took the fight to them we won an ugly game and we won it convincingly. That's all we got to say. All right. Sikkim 365 postgame show. Ashley Hodge, Jared Hamby, Sikkim Bears. Yes, sir.